0: It's about time to share the faith race with Tommy on the Flourish Mission.
1: To the Flourish Mission and this is the second season of the Flourish Mission and I am telling Me. This season we'll be studying the book of Acts and the Bible together. I have asked you to join me if you're interested. Just send me an email and I will add you to the group. No pressure at all. All you need to do is to read the book of Acts from the beginning and type up whatever it is you think you're learning. You would also be able to read whatever it is I'm learning and what my other friends are learning too. This is an opportunity for you to be accountable to someone when it comes to Bible study. I am not going to tell you that you'll see me write something, you know, type of something every day. Oh no, not at all. You will probably not. But somewhere in my mind, the thought of being accountable to somebody or to so many people makes me want to intentionally study my Bible more. The whole goal of this is to grow in grace and in God's love together. I know you've heard me say this quite a bit. The ultimate goal of of the Flourish mission is to help other people grow by sharing my faith traits with others so that I can grow too. I'm sharing my struggles, my victories, my good and my bad days, even my imperfections. I know that God uses whatever you have to bless others. So this is all of God and this is all I have to give. I hope it is helping you grow. Today, we would actually talk about the first chapter in the book of heart. This is the aftermath of Judas' selling Jesus off with 30 pieces of silver. Before we all get serious here, let's slow down a little bit. Let's listen to this song by Israel Often, and it's titled Arise. I don't even remember that old song. It goes like this. Arise. Arise, 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 take your place. Remember that song? <laughs> I can try to sing a little bit. <laughs> Remember that song? Okay. So it has a really interesting remix to it. And I know you would enjoy it. I'll be right back after Israel often singing Arise Remix. This is Tommy, and welcome to the Flourish Mission. this sounds like right
0: home let me hear after patient listening to Flourish Mission with Tommy.
1: Welcome back to the Flourish Mission. That was Israel often singing Arise. So, like I told you, I've been studying the book of Acts and there is something about Act 1 that stood out to me. So, I'll be sharing that with you today. Sometimes, I feel that God doesn't really care for my own timetable or my own calendar at all. He does exactly what He wants when He wants it and however He wants it. One interesting thing that happens though is God God takes delight in his delay to our prayers. Sometimes I just think it's for a test of faith, and for other times it's just for a reason, just best known to him. I read that story of Jesus giving his disciples the last words before he ascended to heaven. And there was just something about it that was extraordinary. He told them to not stay, but to go to Jerusalem so that he would give them the Holy Spirit. He told them to wait in Jerusalem for him. Imagine, he wanted them to wait, but they did not just wait. They did something. They did something. They waited and they got busy and they prayed when faced with a very difficult tax or an important decision. Because I can imagine what the disciples were feeling. Their boss is just ascended to heaven. The government is not really believing them. They're thinking his body was stolen. So the, the worst thing they can do is just to be somewhere jobless. So they got busy, they got busy. Now, for, for us, this is how this applies to us. When you're faced with a very difficult task, or an important decision to make, or a very troubling dilemma like the disciples were in, don't rush into work. Just don't try to start something immediately. Like me, I just really, really want to get it going. Just don't rush into the work and just hope that it turns out well. No, don't rush. Just wait. One weird thing they did while they were waiting was they decided to replace Judas with someone else so that they can again become the 12 disciples as Jesus has chosen. You see, they did this while they were waiting. If you read Acts 1 verse 12 to 23, you would understand how the decision was made. It it wasn't just a wake up, let's make a decision thing. It was was intentional. And that is where I'll pitch my tent today, just how the decision was made while they were waiting. They did three things, three different things. These things gives us a good example of how to move forward in the face of making important decisions in our life. Number one is the very first thing they did was they set up a criteria. And, that, and that's the same thing. The same thing goes for you too. set up a criteria. Make sure it is consistent with the Bible. For them, they wanted to make sure that whoever it is they would choose would be from, um, in quotes, in verse 21 to 22, it, they actually said they want that man to be one, a man that had stayed with them throughout the entire time that they were traveling with Jesus. Now, to think about it, what decision it is that you trying to make? What is your criteria or what are your criterias? If you don't set the standard, if you don't set the criteria, guess what would do it for you? The community would do it for you. The world would set it for you. The second thing they did was to examine the alternative. Like they had an option. For me, too many options just overwhelms me. Just give me two options or three options and I can make one. I just want to say yes for me. I really just want to say yes to the very first best thing I see and that's all. Those things might work for choosing the best tomatoes in the basket. But it wouldn't work for choosing important things in life, like choosing a soulmate or choosing a friend or choosing a job or even buying a house. Always have an option. This is what my husband does. And this is so weird to me. So whenever it's time to make a really big, big decision, I'm talking about a really big decision. You see him grab his pencil and a paper and they will draw a line and put the pros one way and the cons one way. The advantages and the disadvantages of the decision, then... They would assign numbers to it. They would now prioritize it. Then out of all of that, the decision would now be made on the one that gets the highest points based on our priorities. Does that not sound like too much work and overwhelming? (laughs) I'm like, babe, I am done. (laughs) But seriously, I've kind of learned to do and make my personal decisions that way too. It is strange to me, but to to the disciples, they knew the importance of the 12th disciples. So they took their time. They were intentional. So they set up their criteria, and then they narrowed it down to two people, Matthias and Basabas. Matthias was finally chosen after um, they made all their decisions, though. But here was the third thing they did. They prayed. They prayed for wisdom and guidance to reach a decision between the two. You notice prayer wasn't the first thing, right? That's strange. Here's why. Waiting for God to work doesn't mean sitting sitting around doing nothing. We must do what we can, while we can, as long as we can, so we don't run ahead of God's plan for our lives. I read the very whole proverb recently, and it says, Trust God, but tie your camel. In the olden days, camels were their way of getting around. And it's so like you can just park your camel in front of your house and just expect to, expect your camel to be dead the next day. They had to tie their camel. So now imagine somebody say, oh, I have faith. So I'm just gonna leave my my camel in front of my house and tomorrow morning it'll be there. No, you, you have to trust God, but tie your camel. You just can't stare into heavens like the disciples were doing after Jesus ascended. You have to play your part. You know, one thing we like to do at times is we, we like to get on with the job. We just want to keep it moving. Even if it means running ahead of God's time. Well, waiting sometimes is just part of God's plan. Now, ask yourself, am I waiting and listening for God's go-ahead? Or am I just running ahead of God's plan? We need God's power, which is the Holy Spirit, to be effective in anything we do. So remember the three things you have to do. You have to set up criteria. You have to examine your alternatives, like get options. And then pray. Pray for God's wisdom and guidance to make a decision. You know, one thing the disciples did towards the last part of that verse or, or, or that chapter was, they said, God, you know our hearts. You know every man's heart. Make plain who you want us to choose. God, I pray for myself and everyone listening to this right now. God, you know our hearts. I pray, God, that you give us the discernment of spirit so that we can be able to discern between what is your will and what is not. God, I pray that you to plan effectively. God, I pray that you plan and stick with the plan. Because for some of us like me, God, it's so easy for me to make plans. But as soon as that my one distraction comes in, I just give up. So, God, I pray for myself, and I speak that same power into everyone listening to me right now. God, I pray that you help them make plans and help them follow through with the plans. God, I pray that overall, that you would let your glory shine through all our decisions, that it would never be about us, but it would be about you and you alone.
0: Hallelujah. How many believe it tonight? Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor he's able. Tell somebody else he's able. Y'all ready? Exceedingly, abundantly above all, all you could have. He's able, He's able. tonight. He's able. Hallelujah. We're going up. God, God is able to Just what we yeah. Able. if you know he's able tonight give him a prize if you know he's able yeah everybody say oh everybody he's able this is flourish mission with Tommy.
1: Thanks so much for taking your time out to listen to the Flourish Mission this Sunday. That was God is Able by an American choir that I do not have a name for. (laughs) Seriously, I found that song in my fragile clay pot of music, but it did not have a name to it. But I just really like the song. So if you're interested in having it in your um, music box, you can just let me know and I'll send it to you if I can. Anyway, the next episode, we'll be talking about all we have learned from studying Act 2 together. I hope you have a great week ahead. But before then, remember that project I told you about last week? Okay, now, that project is launching this week. So just watch out for it. And it is my personal website. Yes, yeah! It took forever. <laughs> it took forever. I am still working on it. By the end of this week, it will be out. So expect that by this next Sunday. That's where I would have a combination of all my podcasts, the short podcast, the long podcast, little bit by pieces of everything about my fake race. Um, I am so excited about it and I know you would enjoy reading the blog post and I've uh, seen the pictures and things, things that I'm really, really interested in. I can't wait for you to see it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it all out and it's going to be fragileclaypot.com. You've, you've heard, probably heard me say fragile clay pot a lot, but hearing it this time and reading the concept behind it, it would make full sense to you. Well, I cannot wait to talk to you again on another episode of The Flourish Mission. Again, have a great week ahead. To listen to The Flourish Mission or share The Flourish Mission with your friends, go to the SoundCloud or the iTunes Store and type in The Flourish Mission. Also, you can catch up with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by typing in T-O-M-M-Y-S-Y-N. Have a great week ahead.